0: Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to show 76. So I'm really excited to have a, uh, have my show tonight and I have a really awesome guest as well. But before I bring him on, I just want to uh, talk about a couple of things that I, that's going on and... There's going to be a talent show for the youth on Thursday and I'm hosting it. I'll just bring up the poster here. It's a talent show fundraiser hosted by clear sky connections and the youth ICT. The The, the money that's being raised is going towards helping the homeless in Winnipeg. So this is show number. Uh, this is the talent show number two and we're asking um, Manitoba youth between thirteen to thirty to part to register to get your song, and and uh, all the information is on the poster right now. Contact Maggie Moose at uh, Clear Sky Connections to register. There's a twenty five dollar fee, and and we had a great show last week so we hope to have more contestants this week and three of the three contestants three of the highest um content- contestants with the highest points will be moving on to the finale which is june 2nd and they'll have a chance to win a thousand dollars so I encourage everyone or uh, the youth to um submit today and and uh, get your songs in, song requests, and, and we're going to have an awesome show on Thursday. So I'm really looking forward to that. And the last time we had it, we had so much fun and, and uh, congratulations to the youth that are moving on to the finale on June 2nd. The next uh, item I have that I want to talk about is the award show that I'm hosting. And I'm just going to play the video.
0: It's an evening of celebration as the inaugural Indigenous Superstars Music Awards 2021 features 26 categories and the chance to take home top honor of the year. This award ceremony will increase awareness of a songwriter's craft and gain recognition online and through promotion. The show will be streamed live on Indigenous Superstars and Frog Radio with an announcement coming soon on the date of our awards celebration. To register your songs or single, they must have been released and distributed on Spotify between January 1st, 2019 and July 31st, 2021 at midnight. Entries for submissions are already underway. For all the details and to see the list of 26 categories plus your artist song entries, please visit our website at indigenoussuperstars.com.
1: So, we have an exciting award show coming up. So, I hope all the artists. Submit. It's going to be uh, an awesome virtual evening. Um, it's going to be either in September or October. So we'll, we'll get the dates down, uh, um, as soon as we, we have that set. So I want to give a shout out to the First Nation police officers that have just started working in our community of a Pasquoac Cree Nation. They've been doing a great job. Um, patrolling the streets. I know uh, I've seen them stopping a few of uh, our members. Uh, so we got a, we had a free all for a long time and I'm glad they're, they're in our community keeping us safe. So I just want to give them a huge shout out for keeping our community safe. So we have a really exciting show this evening. Uh, I just want to say hello to Kim tuning in from Kansas. Hi Kim, how are you doing? Nice to see you. Um, Kim has been tuning in every time I have a show, and, I, and I'm really uh, happy that she's she's uh, participating and, and also always comment makes comments and, and uh, enjoys all the artists that I've been interviewing so far. So thanks for tuning in again, Kim from Kansas. So my next guest is uh, a Native American flute player, Jan Michael Looking Wolf. He's a musician, edu- educator, author, and humanitarian. Oh, we got a Facebook user tuning in from Oklahoma. Hello, welcome to the show. Um, A modern master of the Native American flute, a premier performer of the instrument of our time, Billboard Journal. An Enrol Kalupaya member of the Confederated Tribes of the Grand Ronde, who resides within his Indigenous homelands in Oregon, and Army veteran, John Michael Lookingwolf is a world-renowned Native American flute player that has dedicated his life to sharing and teaching the Native American flute style. Following two strokes from a rare hereditary enzyme disorder prone to Native American people, Jan Michael was a paraplegic for almost a year in his late 20s. His prognosis was to be paralyzed the rest of his life and never walk again. After returning to his tribal reservation, Jan Michael received a miraculous healing and recovered 100%. It was during that time that he started playing the Native American flute. Traveling abroad, Traveling a broad range of musical styles with 23 full albums spanning over two decades, his records have garnered 71 awards and a top ranking in the global radio charts. In addition to his own albums, Jan Michael has collaborated with other well-known artists, including the Native American flute into genres such as pop, blues, rock, hip-hop, rap. He has composed arrangements for video productions and feature film please welcome my awesome friend Nicole Wolf. hey john how are you doing hey
2: it's good to see you
1: good to see you <clears throat> too so how have you been
2: i've been awesome i've been blessed and uh, healthy and things are good here things are good it's been a kind of a hectic day with uh work at the tribe and then um and then we shot some music videos. So I'm just rolling right in from that. But uh, as you know, because you saw me choking on my asparagus right before <laughs> <pot>. <laughs> choking down my dinner. So you you know that. Yeah. I didn't even explain that to you.
1: So that's so awesome. Uh, some Facebook user said, hi, my friend. Hi, how's it going? Maybe you Good. could write your name there because I can't see. We can't see uh, what you're. It just says Facebook user and Jan Brown or yeah. Eric. Aaron Brown says, hi, Jan and Rhonda and a heart tight hey, hey, hey. Nice hey. to see you.
2: Some folks are, I just like, I really dropped the ball on this one. I've been, um, really, really busy with production and I'm filming a bunch of media for, to update my ebook for my students. And between that and everything that's been going on, um, and then filming some performances, um, I've really didn't share about the show until just five minutes ago, but I have a bunch of people messaging me saying, Hey, I'm there. I'm there. So <laughs> Yeah, apparently a lot of,
1: f- lot of your fans are, are tuning in and um, uh Frank Melangey from New York says, Keep rocking. Kim Patterson says, Good to see you, Jen Michael, Facebook user. Cool, cool. Hi hey you, everyone. Jen.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Hey Jen, it's Dennis. Hey brother. Dennis, they're all cool. they're hey. all signing in. <laughs> That's awesome. So oh, well Welcome, everyone. I, I just shared, shared it. I guess
2: so. I, you know, I'm going to be playing some flutes tonight. And I know that I have some friends and some students and colleagues that would love to see that. So I, I'm i sorry, Rhonda, for the next one. I'm going to come back. And when I do, um, I'm going to let people know way in advance. But let's oh, see what happens. Well, got oh, there's coming. a lot of people.
1: There's a lot of people tuning in and you know what I'm finding out from, from uh, I'm, I'm doing the live shows, but uh, the numbers just increase more. I when, know. When, once I, I, know. I posted on, on, um, on Facebook and in, um, my YouTube channel and uh, the podcast, like the numbers just go high right out. Like they, they're tuning in, even though after the show, right. they're not watching it live, but they're, you know, watching yeah, it. Yeah, right that's, that's how yeah.
2: Facebook Live has become. I mean, mainly, yeah. even like when I do a performance on Facebook Live, I think I usually get around 800 people, but within a day, it's like four or 5,000 that have actually watched it. So, um, that's how it oh, seems yeah. to be these days is a Facebook, you know, they're watching it after it was streamed. I think that's the nature of what we're doing. Right. Cool. Cool. Love you both. Okay, hey, somebody so, just said, love you both. Who was that? It's a, it says Facebook
1: user. They didn't uh, <laughs> write their name there. So, but, uh, write then, your names uh, in if you're joining yeah, us write, so we can see Write who your who name. You Another Facebook user says, nice to meet you, Rhonda. Hello, Jen, Michael, Laura from WFC. Oh, cool. Hi, Jen, Flute Circle. Rhonda. Shout out,
2: yes. Love you both. My family uh, at World Flute Circle. That's that's awesome. So let's talk about World Flute Circle a little bit. Let's okay. launch right in. So I like sure. to give them a great big... Uh, cool. Ken Nolan's there from World Flute Circle. We have Lori and Helen. I'm seeing people now on my message. They're messaging me back. But World Flute Circle is a beautiful group. And I I started this... With Rob and Wolf, she helped me found it um, about two and a half years ago. First, we started it, and then it ended up becoming also a Facebook group. And then it took off. Douglas Thunderhorse is in there, too. Um, World Flute Circle. Randy McGinnis, Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Hey, man. So we have them all joining us now. World Flute Circle. So there's these Native American-style flute players, but they're from all over Mother Earth, right? Because that instrument, the instrument... Now, I'm not speaking in a traditional cultural sense of an indigenous sacred instrument, right? I'm talking about the style of how the Native American flute functions, you understand? So I'm talking about the contemporary flute that we call Native American style flutes. And the reason why we call them that is because of the way they're made with their chambering system, right? So that instrument... That modern instrument has traveled all over Mother Earth. You have all these people playing this flute, and it's brought them all together. And then within that culture, you have people like me who are native, right, who are tribal. And we, we, we play it also in a traditional sense, right, in more of that native sense. But the beautiful thing about the World Flute Circle, the reality is, is that we all come from Mother Earth, Even if we're a modern human being and we're from Europe or Asia or not even from North America, I guarantee if they chase their roost bats and roots back enough, they all have an indigenous ancestor. We all come from a tribal indigenous ancestor. Nobody was born here, contemporary modern culture. No one. Now, cultures have evolved over many years and people have become what they become, Things have happened, and now we have a drone flying around Mars, right? So all that happens. But as human beings, we all share that indigenous culture if they go back far enough. Different cultures, yes. Different ways, yes. Different tribes, yes. But my point is, is as human beings in our hearts, somewhere is that drum. And I think that's why the flute has done so well across Mother Earth. And we have the real flute circle. And we have like 1,400 players of this instrument. We all come together and we make our music, right? All in different ways. And all of it's very culturally appropriate, right? So part of that flute circle, you have the natives that they come in, they do their way. You have people from Europe play their way or whatever. It's beautiful. So a lot of those folks are here. And you know what, Rhonda, in my my (laughs) view... In my view, being a Kalapuya, Kalapuya native here in Oregon for the Confederate Tribes Grand Ron, I'm broadcasting to you from my homelands of my people. In fact, my great grandfather signed the treaty. He was a Kalapuya chief. My dad was on tribal council. I'm honored and grateful to be with my people. I work with my tribal council. I live with my tribe. I speak my language. I'm with my people. My mom's Irish and I get the coloring there, which is good. I love my mom, but I am tribal and I'm with my people in my land. Now I can tell you, even from my perspective, that isn't even the most important thing. The most important thing is not our differences, even though diversity is very important and our cultures are very important and our uniqueness is very important to me, what we need right now is we need to focus on where we're more alike. And we all have that drum beating in our heart as a human being from mother earth. And I think we need more of that. And that's why I'm so, I'm so love in love with the world flute circle and the work they do. They, they get together, they play for peace and you got to be careful because there's that thing. We don't want to have cultural assimilation. We don't want to have people downplay the importance of our ways, our languages, our practices are very important. But if you look at the worldview and you step back, look at Mother Earth, there's a lot of sickness right now. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of disharmony. And I think what's going to bring us together is to remember we all come from Mother Earth. We need to take care of her, and we need to take care of each other. And that's what my music. about. That's very
1: true, yeah. That's very true. Thank you for sharing that. So um, I think everyone's waiting for you to play a song. So oh, really? Are you ready to... Are you ready to perform? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Actually,
1: I know, anyway. I know. I should just say I'm waiting for you to play song.
2: <laughs> everybody, I don't know if it's going to be worth the wait. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? well, we'll so I'm see. giving you the screen. All right. Going to give me the screen. Now that I have the screen, here we go. Boop. Thank you all. Have a great night. Have a good night, everybody. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> I'm just joking. Rhonda's like rolling her eyes going, this is it. I'm never having him back. I can hear. Her. Okay. So here's a beautiful song for you off my new tri- my new album called Earth Tribe, which my new album is a lot about what I was just so fervently like talking about. You know, I'm on fire with this. And Aaron just put in the chat room. Yes, music is medicine. Music is the language that binds us all together that we can connect with. So I would like to offer this live performance to all of you, <clears throat> this live song playing for you. And even if you're watching after this broadcast, it's for you too. And this is a, um, a melody off of Earth Tribe. And uh, I'm playing it with uh, one of my favorite uh all flute makers are good you know uh, that make these beautiful instruments but there's a brother of mine named douglas thunderhorse and he just has my heart you know this man is a is just you know he lives this way and and i'm very fortunate so i'm playing this with my eagle feather flute uh, made by douglas so this is for you too bro this is for you
1: Awesome, like So, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, I'd I'd just, like I'm just, I'm just going to a little
2: bit of that flute there, Douglas. Beautiful. Thank you, brother Hayamasi, for this flute. I was working on a music video earlier today, uh, just to end it about the World Flute Circle, and I, I'm excited about it because we're, we had our one year anniversary on Facebook. And we had about 30 members from all over Mother Earth film a song, and we're putting it all together for a concert. Oh, wow. Yeah, for World Peace. And I was filming the intro to that concert today on location, and also my be it, my song for the concert, and uh, very, very grateful to be part of this project. So you'll hear more about that. I think it'll be probably published in June, but uh, That's it'll wonderful. have players from all over, so
1: that is so that that's really great to have that that group that you the, the flute group that you have so i just want to uh, mention some of the comments from some of the people facebook user says thunder horse says hello randy mcginnis said i love you both uh kim patterson said i remember when we first met and you're welcome at the first Namies and again in 2018 Randy McGinnis says we're all different
2: shades of mocha. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it, isn't it? Some of us are sweeter than it. others, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Facebook user said so true, Jan. We all come from different uh, from an indigenous ancestry, the tribe of planet Earth. What a great way to connect. And Kim Patterson uh, said, "Absolutely, when you were talking about um, belonging, all uh, in as one in Mother Earth." And Aaron Brown says, "Music is medicine." Facebook users, Rhonda, thank you for tonight. Aaron Brown, great album, Jan, and music heals. Facebook user says, "Great music." Uh, I love your way of playing, Jan, natural and authentic. Jack Holland says, hey, Jan, really good to see you and hear you, brother. Thank you for all that you do for us in the flute playing world. And Patricia Bay says, hi, Rhonda. Hi, Jan. Hey, how are you doing out in California? Uh, Facebook user says, "Make her sing, brother! Encore, encore, encore! Beautifully done, and haya my friend." So a lot of people tuning in and and making lots of comments, and they're loving the the interview and the music that you're playing. So I'm really glad that you're you're on my show tonight again. I know we I interviewed you earlier with, uh, in my show. But uh, I was just starting out at that time and I didn't have um a, a YouTube channel and, and uh a podcast so now uh, the show is getting heard um by lots of uh lots of fans out there and people who are are enjoying the interviews of of uh indigenous superstars. So I I just wanted to ask you um, um like what inspired you to get into music?
2: I was uh I was um I don't mind sharing this now and um well how do I put it delicately? I had some trauma as a child, um, that was pretty bad. And, uh, I was like eight years old and I was stuttering and I still would, um, this, you know, Hey, somebody's watching this. I go, man, Jan's pretty brave to say this, but at eight years old, you know, still have accidents in my pants at school and things like that, you know? Um, so I got picked on a lot. I mean, it was bad. I had a really bad stutter. Um, I had a hard time relating to people. And I remember uh, being a young man and, uh, you know, my dad just being so beautiful. My dad's my hero in my life, you know, and uh, that culture and, and, you know, that nativeness and all of that, you know, and, uh, you know, being around that. My dad is very expressive and it's in my blood. And I, I remember at a very young, young age, um, not really having any friends, but some of my earliest memories were like just sitting in a room and I was found some old albums they weren't even mine but i found some old albums in the attic and they were elvis presley albums and i would i would sit there and i'd sing elvis you know <laughs> i'd be like you know 8 years old and be like hey elvis <laughs> you know like i was singing elvis presley in my room and like he caught my attention so i started watching all the movies and it's not like i wanted to be elvis i knew i wasn't but i found that expressing myself with music and then i would chant and uh and by the time my dad recognized that, and at a very young age, we started, um, classical guitar. And then on from there, naturally being a native, you know, drumming, dancing, all those things. And then, um, I always just found it healing, you know? And I, I, I never thought I would just be like a recording artist and, and a perf- player and all that. You know, I never really, even to this day, I, you know, I as I get older, you know, it's going to be my birthday this month. I'm going to be 55 years old. Okay. I know it's hard to believe. I know I look like 20. But no, I'm joking. But the thing is, it's like... Well, happy birthday. It, thank you. Hayumasi, which means many thanks in my tribal language. But, you know, uh music is healing, you know, and... And I, I, I think that everybody's music is important, you know, and I, I think my experience has been that you don't need to be a recording artist to express yourself with music and have it be meaningful. Um, thank you, Michelle. And, um, she said happy birthday to me. So, um, yeah, it's my birthday show kind of like, isn't it? Cause I think it's my only radio show for for birthday. So we we should have advertised it birthday show (laughs) in my tribe. When you're 55, you become an elder. Right now, I'm a baby elder because let me tell you, I do not feel like an elder, but I think that's quite an honor. So that's what got me into music. And then from there, uh, you know, before I started playing the flute, I was playing powwow drum. I was in a drum group with a great man who's the former uh, tribal councilman man from the uh, Burns Paiute tribe here in Oregon. His name is Vernon Kennedy. And, uh, we were in a powwow drum group together. He's married to the chief of my tribe. He's married to, uh, my tribal chair, uh, chairwoman, Cheryl Kennedy. Uh, they're both elders and he's not doing real well right now. You know, he's, uh, been fighting for his life, actually. It's been 12 hard weeks for him mm-hmm. and, um, battling. So I'm see, I'm going to go see him again, but I played the flute outside his window and, um, cause they don't let you go in to the, to the medical place, you know, because of COVID, you know, so they, you have to schedule appointment and you're standing outside and then they wheel his bed over and they like open up the, you know, the screen. And we were there for his birthday and he just turned 73 and his whole family was outside his grandkids, you know, and, uh, but music is healing, you know, for me, that, that purpose playing for Vernon, playing flute for him, uh, in, in, in that moment, um, is just as important as being here. But in a lot of ways, it's the same because when you play music from your heart, it's like you're you're giving yourself, you know? And if you give yourself in a good way uh, without thinking about uh, how that might come back to you or, you know, if you just give yourself in a good way with good feelings and good thoughts, then I feel like that energy transfers. So that's what I try to do.
1: Simple. That's wonderful. So are you ready to transfer some of that uh, magic to the... Oh, yeah. To, sure. to the... Uh,
2: I have a variety of flutes for you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's see what, what's next. <clears throat> this next song, I'm going to play with a big bass flute right here. This is a Yellow Alaskan Cedar Flute. And this is made by a man named Colin Peterson and his wife put the dragonflies on. I've had this flute since 2003. And this is a song uh, about what we're talking about. It's a song about healing and it's a song about accepting our feelings. And it's on this version of the song is on earth tribe. Uh, This is called standing Oak. I'll actually be playing this other flute with it too. This is my standing Oak flute from my brother again douglas thunderhorse made this flute in honor of my uncle standing out so i'll be playing two two uh two flutes
4: In the meadow of the elk Standing strong So the children can go on Like an eagle Soaring above a storm Yet so softly, as a gentle wind, way draw along so the children can go on like an eagle soaring above a storm, yet so softly is a gentle wind. Way way way
1: That was so incredibly beautiful. <laughs> Thank you Thank so much you. for sharing that that music. That that song just took me away to uh, somewhere totally different and into a different space and, and climate and I just see mountains and the birds flying. It just took me away to an, another um another uh area. <laughs> it so took the- me traveling. <laughs> Was so let me beautiful. just share the,
2: uh, the origin of that song is very important to me because, um, uh, I lost my uncle standing Oak and I lost him to an overdose and he was an elder and he was a beautiful man who in his sobriety, he was the spiritual leader for many people, my dad's little brother. And, uh, he relapsed and we fought with him and he fought hard, but he lost it, you know? And, um, after he passed, you know, a lot of people, his sweat circle, a lot of people wanted me to continue and do all their ceremonies. And, you know, I was his apprentice because he was my uncle. But when he relapsed, I was doing a lot of ceremonies for people. I really didn't feel like it was my place, but I was trying to hold it for him, you know? And uh, I always felt like I was just a flute player, you know, like I, I couldn't live, a, I, that it wasn't my calling. But I wasn't honest with my feelings and I wasn't telling people how bad I missed him and stuff. And I, I had a hard time expressing myself. This was in 2005. And after about six months, I had a tribal elder call me on it. And she was like, you're still holding your feelings and holding on. And I finally let out all my feelings and I just started bawling, you know, and I just, I went home and I told my family, I miss my uncle. And I told the sweat circle, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore for you guys, you know, not in this way. This wasn't my path. This was my uncle's path. I love you, but he wants me to be me and to do what I need to do. And, and, uh, and when I got home, after I was finally honest with my feelings, I wrote that song. It came out. And then I put that song on seven different albums in different ways, some with my rock band, some, and that's the version you just heard is on my new album, Earth Tribe. And it's, I think it's the most beautiful uh, uh, version. Um, and it's not really a song about loss. For me, it's a song about acceptance. My uncle taught me he was, he had lost someone and. He was showing emotion and he said, "Nephew, this isn't sadness. People make up that word sadness. That word didn't exist. This is love. Love has many parts to it. When you miss someone you love, that's part of loving them. And so that's what that that's what that song is about. It's about being okay with missing people that you love and and feeling grateful for that."
1: It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us.
2: Never shared that publicly before. So, oh,
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that with, with me and uh, having that exclusive interview with you. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, when I was reading your bio, you, you've been through some medical challenges. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, I actually um, have had this horrible condition where my head is, twice the size it should be for my body my whole life. Have you noticed how big it is? No, I'm just joking. It's the camera angle. I swear it's not that big. I swear. Somebody in the chat room looks like a 200-pound head. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. No. No, that's probably true. You know, so it's got that big Irish head or what. I don't know. Hey, I'm Irish and native, so I can't win there with the, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, but um, no, I have a uh, I have a really rare enzyme condition that only Native American people that have Caucasian mix and some Pacific Islanders that have Caucasian mix. What happens is I'm missing. I know Aaron's cracking up. <laughs> what, what what happens is I'm missing the enzymes that prevent my body from over blood clotting, and I didn't know it right. And so I was 27. My whole body filled up with blood clots. And I had two strokes and I was a paraplegic for a year of my life. And uh, and I moved back to my reservation with nothing. And my uncle, Standing Elk, is the one and my dad, his older brother, they took me in. And And over a period of a year, I had modern medicine help me. I had physical therapy, speech therapy, all that, medicines. I have titanium screens in my body that prevent blood clots from traveling. I'll have this my whole life. I have them deep in my blood vessels. They look like spiders. They're in there. They don't, They don't freak me out because, uh but they, they've saved my life because they prevent. And then uh, I do stay very healthy Rhonda. And the reason why I do is because I have this blood condition. So I'm very healthy. I eat very clean and I, I get a lot of exercise in, you know, and, uh, and I uh, eat a lot of micronutrients and I, I I've studied nutrition and I, I do a lot of roots and a lot of these things. And, as a result I'm a very healthy person because um, I feel like I have to watch it more because of this condition I have you know but I haven't had any other problems uh since 1994 when I had those big strokes but uh yeah yeah
1: yeah well thank you for sharing that and and uh, the other other guy I had an interview with I'm sure you know him keepssacola and we were yeah. talking about uh, uh, condition yeah, he's so awesome. And, and I had an exclusive interview with him too. And he shared stuff with, with me that he wouldn't share with anyone else. And he, he shared that we both had the same brain tumor. And then we, we talked oh, wow. about how when our life is almost taken away from us, we're, we're given gifts. And my gift was my voice and his gift was his songwriting and his voice. And yours is obviously um, your my humor your
2: right, my humor <laughs> <laughs> your, your
1: beautiful your beautiful music that you write and and the way you play your the flute like I, I haven't heard anyone play the Native American flute like the way you do and you play it so beautifully and you play it so um, you know when you play the the music just resonates in my through my being and it just feels wonderful and it feels good in my heart and and i'm sure um the audience tuning in can feel that as well and and that's a special gift that 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 we have been given and and um at the uh, thank you for for sharing your story with us oh aaron's just talking here yep you keith you and keith were also needed Rhonda. <laughs> thank you yes we were we definitely were and and Okay, I'm going to go on to um, the awards that you won and uh, you won the highest level of uh, global music award and you won the Legend Award for One World Music. Can you tell us about that?
2: I, I you know I've been fortunate uh, I, I think it's interesting though I just want to say this though, look, you're out there, you're listening. We all have these beautiful gifts and awards don't really reflect that. Because I know a lot of artists and a lot of people that don't get recognition, but man, they are so gifted. Um, Have you ever met somebody like in a restaurant where you have the waitress come up to you? And when you're done getting her service, you just feel so great about yourself and you feel joy and she's just working so hard and she's humble and making you feel good and taking good care of. That's a gift to be able to do that for people. And I feel like they deserve the awards. You know what I mean? Um, there, there's a lot of people out there, but I have won a lot of awards for my music. It's true. You know, I've won like six Native American music awards. I think I was nominated at the NAMIs more times than anybody. I think even more than thirty, thirty-three 33 times or something. I was nominated there. That's a long time, a lot of nominations. And, but I think the, yeah, the sassiest award. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think that, that the two awards that really, uh, stand out of the ones you mentioned because that global music award, that odyssey award I received last year for lifetime achievement in music. I became the first native American ever to win that award and the first flutist. And then, which is huge for, for our industry. That,
1: that, that is really huge. Cause yeah. I, I apply, I submit to that award show too. And, and, uh, Everyone, it's it's a global award. It really is like everyone from all over the world submits yes. their music. So that's a huge, a huge uh, award to win. And so they, support they support Natives there. Thank
2: you. They support Natives there. I know a lot of our colleagues and you have won one. I know a lot of people have won their different types of awards. Yes. And, but when I received their Odyssey Award, that was quite humbling. And then the other thing was the One World Music Radio. I was inducted into their Hall of Fame. Um, Earth Tribe was actually number one on the on the uh, n- on their charts last month. So Earth Tribe climbed oh, nice. to the number one of the top one hundred there. So yeah, I guess those awards are like, what do you do with them, right? So you get these recognitions, and behind me, I could move the camera. There's like a bunch on a shelf and stuff, and they're great. You know, they mean something, but if you can take that notoriety and then you can push forward and you can inspire others with it, I think that's the real award. I think with, not that you need awards to do that, but I think you might as well do something with them, you know? So I
1: totally agree. this
2: Saturday, I'm actually one of the keynote speakers at a big event in Portland, Oregon. It's an event for violence against, uh, uh, Asian Americans who are really suffering right now. And they asked me to come play the flute and play a peace song at their event with uh, activists in the Asian community that are standing up for their rights in a very good way. And they're there, there there'll be some prayer there and they're having me open it up with the blessing and the flute song. So they reached out to me, you know, because of my notoriety, right. Cause they hear about me. So, you know, uh, I think that's a good way for me to use that notoriety. And, uh, one time, uh, Floyd Red Crow Westerman, I did a movie with him. And one time he told me, I said, Floyd, I said, I was reading about you. And I know you went over to Ireland and he went over there (coughs) to, uh, when the IRA and the, and the, uh, they were having problems over there. And he went over there to try to help support those people who were being oppressed and I said, that's pretty awesome that you went over there. And he said, you know, when you stand for, when you help one group that's being oppressed, you help yourself. He's like, when you stand up against violence and you take a stand against, uh, you know, all of these discrimination, you take a stand against oppression, you're standing for your own people because if they'll do it to one group, then you're next. So, Let's support those people that are that are being treated unjustly. So that's why I'll be at that event next port uh, this weekend coming up, playing my flute for them just like I would if it was my own tribe. Because you know what, it is my own tribe, right? Earth tribe. (laughs) That's that's right. That's how it works. That's so wonderful of you.
1: Uh, I just want to say that the awards that I won, they they sit in the. In the school, in the high school and the junior high school, because they were just sitting in my in my room collecting dust. So I thought, oh, I need I want to inspire inspire the youth in my community. So my awards sit in the high school and junior high. That's awesome.
2: So uh, so so with that, um, can we listen to another? Sure, I actually have a different yeah? flute for you. Yeah, okay, definitely another song off Earth Tribe. So this song, I'll be playing this double flute that I've had since about two thousand and nine. And one of my friends honored me, and I'd like to honor her right now. Her name is Sylvia Blasser, and she is a really good friend from the World Flute Circle, and she beaded this for me. And I would like to thank her just in case she sees this later. She beaded these for a lot of people, and she just sent them around. Um, <clears throat> so this is a song, um, let me see. This is "Walk in Beauty off the Earth Tribe.
1: So awesome,
2: <laughs> thank I just you. I thought I'd throw that ending in there for you guys.
1: <laughs> Enough slow music, <laughs> that was great. I loved it. <laughs> so, can you tell us about the, the music award show that, that you do, the Native American Flute Style?
2: <clears throat> yeah, the Mer-
1: Native I'm... American Style Flute Awards.
2: So, I was mentioning earlier in the program how the Native American Flute has really m- just migrated around the world. And I want to be clear that we're not talking about the indigenous cultural ceremonial type flute. we're not talking about that flute because those flutes have't, but the Native American style flute that the the way it's constructed, right the more contemporary version um that doesn't may or may not have the culture attached to it depending on on use and what's appropriate. But that instrument has went all over Mother Earth. people are using it everywhere. There's a couple million flute players out there. It's beautiful. So we have these award programs that have these these categories, these indigenous award thank programs such as yours, Rhonda. congratulations on your new on your new program. I think it's beautiful. Thank and you. the purpose of these awards programs, is really needed in our community, especially for our youth, because the indigenous focused awards program and like your program, like this program, are, you see that and they go, Oh, I can do that. You know? And, and these reservations and these native lands and these, these are, are for families. We have to remember that these native peoples of North America still are, are really trying to catch up from this, from what happened, you know, and and the youth need role models and the, and the youth need to see that their ways are good and they need to be validated so these these programs you know uh one of the most precious awards we mentioned awards that I have is my indigenous music award that hangs up there you know because that program's about indigenous music just like yours but i recognize that it would be good to also have a program just for that instrument that would involve people of different nationalities, different cultures that play that instrument and recognize them as well as indigenous players. Right. And make sure that we denote that in the program. And that's what we've done. And we have this Native American Style Flute Awards I started it two years ago. And uh, um, Robin Jenna Wolf is now the executive director this year and One World Music Radios is working with with her for next year's program and we're in talks and I, I can't announce it yet, but I'd love to. Um, it's going to have a physical award show, uh, not next year, but the, the very next program will have a physical award show that will happen every two years for that at a big, huge international native American style flute convention. That's the biggest in the world and they will have their award show for that instrument. And what's beautiful about this community, about this global view of that instrument is that I have yet to meet folks that do not recognize that indigenous, that where it comes from the roots and how valuable that is and they respect that. I think that's beautiful. So that's what I've been working on but that's wonderful work that's awesome thank you i founded it and i i was the executive director for 18 months and then robin jenna took over she's doing a really good job and Lori sandall her assistant and then they're they're going to be expanding their team chrissy shepherd from one world music radio is working with her and, and we have others coming in it's going to be very it's growing so
1: wonderful congratulations that's so good work good work Uh, And you also founded the Lee and leads the World Flute Circle. Can you tell us about that? I know you told us about it earlier, but uh, there's people that are tuning in that haven't heard about it.
2: Awesome. Yeah, so the World Flute Circle, a lot of our members are here. It was kind of, it it couples with what we were just talking about. And uh, we have a lot of natives there, you know, a lot of tribal people like me that are involved. You know, a good portion are, you know, involved that way. But uh, we have players from all over the world, and, and they come together for world peace. You know, they, they come together. They have play-alongs. Um, it's a free thing. You know, it's, it's a way to get back to the community. And there's a lot of education that happens through that, too. You know, there's a lot of learning that happens through that. But we have a Facebook group. So if you're, if you're a flute player, join us. Look for us on Facebook, World Flute Circle. And uh, right now we have 1,400 members. So
1: That's incredible. That's awesome. So
2: you want to play one more song? <clears throat> I'll do one more. Sure. <clears throat> one more song. I see the time's perfect. I'll play us out. <clears throat> this is a, a a big bamboo flute uh, made by George Dyson. And uh, this is a song off of my album uh, Earth Tribe. And this is the other bass flute song on the album. And this is called uh, The Healing Place. You're going to hear a technique that I used with Standing oak, where I, I do this technique that almost creates like an echo because I have no reverb in this studio. You're hearing everything true to sound.
1: Wow. That was wonderful. Thank you. I love the sound of that, that flute. It sounds like it sounds hauntingly beautiful.
2: It. I think that the, the, the art, if you will of that instrument is in the little things. It's making the, it's in the nuances, it's in the breath, it's in the, it's in the uh, little sounds that you can, that you get out of it, you know? And I think that's, For me, you know, I have a, I just want to throw out that I have a Native American style flute apprentice program. I have it a program. I have uh, apprentices. I don't do flute lessons. I teach at the university flute and music, but outside of the university, I don't do flute lessons. I only have apprentices. And I was just teaching, sharing with them last week that the flute teaches us how to live because that song i just did some things there at the end you may have heard the the note break and come back down and little things mm-hmm. that the the mastery and the art of expression with this instrument is in the little things it's in the nuances but i think that's the the secret and the beauty to our lives it's in the little things it's not in the big things we all look for i think it's in the glass of water i think that's that right. the I think the beauty and the healing in our lives that we're all looking for is It's in the hug, you know? It's in the, if you have a dog like I do, or you have a cat or or pet, it's in the look in their eyes when when they miss you and you, you see them. It's in the, it's in each other, you know? It's in the moments of the day. It's in the wind and the trees, you know? It's in our very heartbeats. It's not in accomplishments and new cars and money and all these things, the big events or the big awards or whatever, I think for me the beauty in life is in the little things and i think now that i'm getting older i just want to slow down and and really enjoy those and take those in so that's that's what my flute teaches me today that's wonderful
1: thank you so much for uh for being a guest uh again uh uh, for your show number 57 and and it was a wonderful show i loved, loved hearing your music and I'm, I'm happy with the sh- stories you shared with us and do you have any um, parting words?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, this has been a fun show. I'll come back again, you know, sometime, you know, and uh, I just want to say to you, Rhonda, I've, I've known you for a long time and I've seen your beautiful gifts that you bring and how hard you work for your communities. And that's why I was bringing up about the youth and about how important your work is, because I, I know how committed you are and, and, um, And I just think congratulations, you know, on a beautiful journey and a job well done. And I know we're far from, both of us are far from being done, but, uh, it's an honor to sit here with you and, and I know you and I, and I know, excuse me, how you carry your gift and, um, you know, congratulations. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you again for, for tuning in and everyone could find your music online on, on, uh,
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, You can go to lookingwolf.com and you can buy downloads right there all in a single thing. And you can buy the hard albums, uh, whatever, uh, the physical albums. But, you know, my music's pretty much out there where they sell downloads and stuff. You can find it.
1: Wonderful. So I just want to tell everyone stay safe, stay healthy, sanitize, sanitize your hands and social distance. I want to give a, a big, big hug, virtual hug to Shanine Robinson, who's, who's, uh, battling COVID right now in uh, Health Science Center. So we're wishing her, um, all the best and hope she comes home soon to her family. So, uh, the next musical guest is the awesome Leonard Sumner. I guess this, stay safe, stay healthy.
0: Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar, only on Indigenous Superstar.